You're listening to Shit Adults Never Taught Us, the podcast where we talk shit in a good way. Okay, so today it's just going to be me talking to you guys about some things that have been on my mind recently. Most specifically, the loss of control and the feeling of helplessness when you feel like the world can be crumbling around you and there isn't much you can do. So I have always been a person that feels like they need to control every situation and it wasn't until the past few years when I started noticing this trait in other people that I noticed how it contributed to my own stress and how important it was to just let some things go. And now I notice it in other people. Like I'll notice people who get very passionate when describing directions to you or think that you should take a specific route somewhere or I'm not a very good cook. So when somebody tries to explain specifically how something should be made and I'm like, well, I'm following this recipe and they're like, no, 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 you should do it this way. The amount of energy that goes into having control over things you don't need to control can be exhausting. And then there's the inverse of that, where there's a lot of control that we can't grasp. This is being recorded in mid to late August, and what happened last week in Afghanistan was really devastating to watch, specifically because I know people who work in humanitarian efforts over there, and it felt like there was nothing that I could do. Beyond that, When the news of all of the cities falling to the Taliban broke, I was sitting on a beach in Kauai. So there's the added guilt of the fact that I happened to be on vacation, lounging on a beach in one of the most beautiful parts of the United States in a free country that I had the right to fly freely to, lay on a beach without a care in the world. I can work to afford this vacation. I am able to walk around on my own. And all of those things are threatened to all of the women and girls in a country just on the other side of the world. And there is this feeling of helplessness in me that there isn't much that I can do in that circumstance. It can be really hard to put yourself in the shoes of people that need this kind of help and to not know how to provide it. I spent quite a few hours looking at chartered flights to see if I could contribute money to people chartering flights to help people out of Afghanistan, specifically female activists. And with the very tense situation at the airport between the U.S. and the Taliban and then the threat of ISIS potentially doing a terrorist attack, at the airport, it seemed like even if there was someone who could charter flights, there wouldn't be a way to get anybody there to board the plane. And this feeling of helplessness, it is something that kept me up since three o'clock this morning thinking about that there's so much in my life that I try to control. But when it comes to things that I wish I could help and wish I could control, and it feels out of my grasp, that's almost harder to handle than 
anything that I'm trying to wrangle in my own personal life. It can feel really daunting when you look at the world, if you look at natural disasters, if you look at humanitarian atrocities, when you look at inequality, a lot of these things can feel very heavy and the weight of them adds to the stress you're probably already feeling in your daily life. It's a lot to take on and it's a lot to carry through our day-to-day lives. So there's a couple of things that have helped me in both of these scenarios. The first is when I'm feeling helpless in a situation that I wish I could do more in. I talk to friends, I talk to people, I research on the internet how I can contribute. I make sure that my contributions and my efforts aren't just spinning wheels. I want them to be very direct and in a meaningful way. But I want to make sure that It's not just to ease my own mind, that it's actually something that's going to make a difference. So some of the things that I do, and this can be take it or leave it, like if it applies to you, amazing. If it doesn't, that's fine as well. But something that helps me is I research the reputable charities and I reach out to them and I just say, look, I have this amount of money that I want to give. What are you guys doing and what would that go to? And starting a direct conversation There's an organization that I started talking to. I found randomly on Instagram, I found an influencer who has a story of human trafficking and she recommended a organization that helps take people from really bad human trafficking situations. And before I even spent a dime, I talked to the organization and I said, what exactly do you guys do? Because there are a lot of charities out there that you know, aren't as reputable as they say they are. And I like to make sure that my efforts aren't just dollars. I want to feel like I am helping and changing the world. And yes, that is definitely a part of control and a part of the helplessness being eased is beyond dollars. I want to make sure that there's some help that I can provide with substantial facts and evidence backing it. So that's the first is I would say research and find something you feel good about, find something you feel confident about. And if it isn't money, volunteer. If it's a way that you can give back to the community that's given you so much, volunteer and maybe you feel a little more connected to your community when you do so. And that can be fundraising in a different way. It can be volunteering your time cleaning up beaches or helping the environment, planting trees, whatever makes your soul feel really great. I think that's a good use of your time and a great way to just ease that helplessness feeling when it seems like so much of the world is out of control. I feel like every time I turn on the news, it gets worse and worse and worse and there isn't anything that seems to be easing all of the suffering and the pain in the world. Another part of that for me has been allowing myself a break from the endless news cycle that we're in. I talk about this in the book, but there is a 24-7 news cycle that used to be you turned on a news channel and you sought the news, and now it's coming at you from all the different sources all over the world. It's okay to disconnect. It's okay to take a breath. It's okay to take a break. 
Nobody is going to fault you for needing to take care of yourself before inundating yourself with all of the atrocities of the world. It's okay to take a step back, breathe, and it's okay not to check in for a while. Or if somebody wants to have a conversation with you about a specific topic, say, you know what, that's not for me right now. And I just, I don't have the mental capacity to think about that at this moment. So those are a couple of things that work for me. I also, I like talking to friends and seeing how they're helping and how they're contributing to the community and seeing if there's something that sparks my interest and might be something I'd want to get involved in. So beyond that, there's the other side of the coin, which is relinquishing control. And I would like to say that I'm a person who relinquishes control to the universe very easily, and I am whatever the opposite of that is. I like to control everything, including my own brain, and um, the retaliation that can happen when you try to control your own brain can be really hilarious, actually. It's, it's really funny to see the universe, my own mentality, my own emotions retaliate when I try to control them. I've never been one that's very good at vulnerability or sadness or anger, and when my body needs to feel them is when I try and control myself out of them the most. It can be anything from distracting myself to forcing myself to change my mood, and it's not healthy. It's not something that I wish upon anybody else. It's not something that I want to continue doing, but it does sort of happen on autopilot sometimes. So for me, it started with meditation. And when I started meditating, I had this mentality that meditating was you sit down and you clear your mind. You stop thinking all things. And my meditation teacher was like, how do you think you would do that? Like, how do you think that you would ever just stop thinking? And she said, instead, meditation is a mantra. You think it in your head. It's sort of a, a sound, meaningless word um, that you just anchors you in. And you don't say no to any thoughts that come into your head. You just sit in a quiet place in a comfortable position with your eyes closed and you Think your mantra over and over, you know, whatever it is. You could say it in any sort of speed, volume, whatever it is in your head. You're just thinking the word. And then naturally after a few seconds, some thoughts are going to flow in. But the thoughts that flow in don't need to be controlled. Just let yourself have them. Just think whatever your brain needs to think because that's what's happening. And it's what happens when I can't sleep at night. It's what happens when I'm sitting on a plane with nothing else to do and I can't seem to fall asleep. It's meditation that's necessary for your brain. My brain has decided that I need meditation and it's forcing me to think some things that I've probably suppressed throughout my day. And, you know, work gets in the way, family gets in the way, friends, relationships, whatever it is, stuff comes at you. And you go, you know, I just don't have time to think about that right now. And you stuff it somewhere in the back of your brain. Meditation gives you the opportunity to think through the things that you didn't allow yourself to think through before. And it's not like a, a spiritual awakening. 
It's not like something that all of a sudden you're going to open your eyes 20 minutes later and you'll be brand new. It's just giving yourself the break. It's giving yourself a moment to just think through the things and ease your mind and let yourself breathe. It can really be that simple. And there are so many things that have come in clarity through those moments because I'm the kind of person that overthinks. And when I'm going about my day and I'm not sitting and really focusing on just my breath and letting the thoughts come as they will without controlling them, that I'll overthink something from every different angle in every different way. And that's not healthy either. So give yourself 20 minutes today to just sit quietly and think. And if the thoughts of control or helplessness or anything that you feel is overwhelming, if those thoughts come, let them. Just let them come and see what happens. The world can be really overwhelming and life can be really overwhelming and it's okay to take a break. It feels like we're in a society that says it's not and even during a pandemic, we still found a way to work people to the point of mental breakdowns despite the fact that we're all at home. I want people to know that it's okay to slow down. It's okay to be okay in the quiet or not okay in the quiet and just take the moment that you need. So that's our mini episode today. I just wanted to share some stuff that's been on my mind for a while. It's been hard watching so much happening in the world, whether it be earthquakes, war, suffering, and feel like there isn't much that we can do. But remembering that taking care of yourself, taking care of those around you, and doing what you can in your capacity is good. It is okay to take care of yourself first. So for this week, I implore you to take a moment, breathe, and just take care of yourself. Have a great week, everybody. That's all for today's episode. Check back in next week to talk a little more shit with me. In the meantime, be sure to grab your copy of Shit Adults Never Taught Us on Amazon and Barnes & Noble to learn all the shit adults never taught us. And in case no one told you this week, you're killing it. So keep going, you genuine badass.